Hello and welcome to another episode of Ayodele Speaks. I'm Ayodele Harrison. So, um, I just, uh, it is Monday morning um, and I just dropped my daughter off at school. She goes to a local um, charter school here in a city called East Point, which is just outside of Atlanta, Georgia. And I was just thinking to myself, I was just like, so it's raining this morning. And I was driving by, you know, as we're driving, we're driving my kids who are standing outside you know, waiting for the bus in the rain. And it made me think back to my time growing up in Seattle, Washington, where I had to walk in to a bus stop. It was probably about six, seven, eight blocks away from my house, walk and stand. And a lot of times I wasn't prepared. Like I didn't really have an umbrella sometimes, you know, I didn't wear a jacket, didn't definitely didn't have on rain boots. And so I'd get to school and be all wet. Sometimes a car would drive by and splash me. All these other types of things, right? And I just was thinking about like how I, like how that was just a part of my life, especially growing up in Seattle. Rain was a constant part, but it was it was our daily thing, right? And I was just wondering, like, I, I feel like there's a lot of life lessons in that, right? Some of them healthy, some of them not so healthy. Like, you know, what does it feel like to? or navigating having wet clothes going into school, right? And a lot of times I didn't, you know, there was clothes available at the school if I needed to change, but you didn't ask. If you had wet shoes, you had wet shoes. That was just kind of what you what was accepted. I didn't think to, to talk to my mom or my dad about, you know, standing out in the rain or complaining or anything like that. It was just kind of like I complain, you know, our friends and I would be wet, but it's just a, it's an experience. Like I'm driving past this kid's here in a, uh, cotton sweatshirt and some regular old tennis shoes and it's raining now some might say it's not raining hard but it's it's raining by windshield wipers are on constant flow not the pause if that's to give you a little indication and so I was just thinking about that experience and felt like there was a life lesson or life lessons taught each day that I had to navigate you know, getting to school using public transportation, especially with weather conditions like this, waiting, sometimes the bus is late. And I was just thinking about like, as I dropped my daughter off, is she missing out on some sort of life lesson or learning by me dropping her off to school, right? She, you know, doesn't really have to wear a jacket, you know, because we go door to door. We, you know, get in, the car at the house and then I drop her off at the door and then I pick her up and I was just thinking like you know what life lessons is are she, is she missing in this right because there there is when I had to walk a few blocks to wait for the bus I had to think about you know one getting out of the house on time because you know I had to think about uh what I was going to wear um navigating being wet at school and what that feeling was like um, all these other types of things that, I mean, you can imagine these, you know, these things that you have to just, it's about survival, right? And there's just general survival that that's important when navigating being outside. And so I'm just thinking like, what is my, you know, what might my daughter be missing as a result of being dropped off to school each day? Now, I consider it a great privilege and a great, like an honor to be able to do that. Like I, I you know, to have a job where my wife, for my wife and I both to have jobs where we can, you know, be have a flexible enough schedule to drop our children off at school. Like that is, and the same thing was true from, from my son, you know, with high school. And so 
you know, I was just thinking about like, okay, so if there's a life lesson there, right, that she's missing out on, my daughter's missing out on, is there a way to teach that lesson? Is, is, is there a way to make it up somewhere else, right? And some of it can be perseverance like you're 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 pushing yourself to be perseverant like I'm still gonna make it to school no matter if I have wet clothes or whatnot it can be resilient it's a resilience that ability to bounce back like I've been walking before to school and didn't notice a puddle and had a car drive through a puddle and splashed me completely right it's like how do I rebound to be you know um, focused and ready to learn when I get to school Right. It's just all these these little things that are there. And, and so I understand perseverance and resilience. Right. And that is a skill set that can be learned on a walk to school. It can be learned playing sports. It can be learned um, doing completing homework. It can be learned, you know, visiting family and friends. It could be it could be there, there are so many places to learn perseverance to, to, or hone in that, right? To practice that, to, to, to practice and engage resilience and stick to and things like that. But I was just thinking like, I have to be more intentional about creating those experiences for my daughter because there is so much that I give to my daughter, right? There's, there's so much that like giving thanks to my village, to the, to the great giant shoulders that I stand on being in a place of greater financial stability that allows me to flexibility, allows me to, to do more for my children in a, in a way of providing for them. But, I, I, you know, I'm even pausing that because I feel like my mom and dad did an exceptional job and did a lot. And, I, and I'm not here to, I, I want to be careful not to compare, right? Because it's, it's like I got a lot and it was packed in what I got from my, my mom and dad and the rest of my village, my aunts, my uncles, my, you know, extended family, the people who I, you know, I learned from. So it's not only just them, but I'm, I'm just sitting here thinking like, okay, man, I, I need to make sure that I'm honing, enhancing these skills in my children, right? So that they have perseverance, that they can exercise resilience, all these things. And, 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 I'm, and I think where I'm now coming to in the stream of consciousness is this idea of I learned those things, not knowing I was learning them on my walk to school on being a latchkey kid, on a number of different things in my experience. But now I'm trying to figure out how do I teach those same things or, or, or position my children, my daughter specifically, but my children, my oldest son too, to, to, to hone those skills as well, right? When the, the way that I hone them is a lot different than the way that they might hone them. And so, I'm trying to figure out, like, in this parenting, being a black father, a black husband, like, in this parenting where we are living the upper middle class, like, whatever, like, how do I be more intent? How can I be more intentional about really strengthening 
some of these life skills that I know served me well. And I remember watching this 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 video um, the other not the other day, some years back, where Jay Z was was being interviewed, and you know Jay Z has um, I think at least two kids, um, and he's talking about like you know where he how the way in which he grew up was you know clearly a lot differently than the way his children are growing up and he was saying that you know i think the question it, it was an interview by a brother i think from the new york times the new york post something like that um and he asked me he's like so so i think the question was around like how are you raising your kids what what are you finding challenging or difficult you know are you trying to raise them you know with the same skill set that you had right how do you pass that on to them? And the one thing that he said was that, Jay-Z said was, and his answer was, um, my children need a different skill set than I did. Now, than I did when I was younger. Because I grew up so differently. And so he was like, the skill set that I'm working with my children on specifically is compassion, empathy. And he said, it's not that he didn't have those things when he was younger. It's just his, fo his, his focus with his children, one of his focuses is cultivating these things. It's a new skill because they are of greater means than, he is providing of greater means than financially, monetarily. I think that's the word, monetarily, not necessarily in terms of lessons, in terms of ways of being, but in, in, in monetarily, Right, he's he's of greater means, and so that puts them in a place where they're not navigating the streets like he navigated as a youth. It's just different, and so he was talking about just the challenge of raising children in a in a way that's a lot different than the way he's been raised. And and that really, I think I'm gonna go back and watch that watch that piece because that really resonated with me because it's like, so what do we do? You know, how do we? What do our children? need now and and i don't have an answer to that I, it, it's you know obviously resilience perseverance kindness uh kind-heartedness um compassion empathy uh a sense of interconnectedness and interdependence you know it's it's like those things are still are are, are important to cultivate the key is now as a father for me is how do i do that how do i do that when that maybe wasn't an intentional focus that I learned about. And so I sit here and think like my children, even though I'm in this position of privilege of, of you know, uh, greater financial means, I, I feel like my children are losing out on not walking to school, that experience because of all that comes with it. Now there was, you know, if, if you didn't know walking to school, there could be dogs in the neighborhood. There's navigating relationships with neighbors, right? That mean old woman down the street, that mean guy with all the dogs that bark, dogs in the neighborhood being ca you know, cautious of those types of things, navigating weather, hot, you know, <laughs> rain, uh, sometimes snow, uh, hot weather. Or, man, also navigating going to the bathroom. Man, I don't know about you, but I've been caught out 
several times on my walk to school, going to walk to school or walking to the bus stop and having to, you know, just name it, having to take a poop and nowhere to really be. There's, you know, there's nowhere I can knock on someone's door. There's not a, 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 a grocery store or a corner store I'm passing. And you just navigate that, right? Those are just, I'm smiling now because those are experiences that I hated during that time. But there were also lessons I didn't realize I was learning in that same time. And so, like, I hearken back to that time of like, wow, that was, I, I, really, I really withstood a lot and I really navigated a lot and that helped frame me as a person. And I just wonder, how am I doing creating the conditions where my, my children are, are, are learning the same thing? Sometimes I feel like that's where, you know, I'm not doing so well. You know, I was on the phone with um, uh, a brother. I, I have the chance to talk to a lot of brothers in education. And, and we were just talking about our children. And I said that, like, you know, because he was talking about his daughter. Um, uh, just that we had, we had talked earlier in the week and his daughter over the weekend, they'd been running around uh, getting her ready for homecoming right and and he was just like man you know the hair the clothes the nails all these types of things was you know this wasn't a big thing for me with with homecoming but it was just you know out trying to support her get the pictures and do all this stuff in a loving fatherly way and 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 I you know I comment like our our, our children are fortunate enough to grow up a lot differently than we did and he was like man you know every time I, I connect on that with another black father it's like it's totally different and I said what I find myself doing at times is manufacturing stressful situations so that I can figure out how my children are going to respond. And I don't, I don't necessarily feel good about that, but I, but it's, it's, it's me trying to prepare them for the world. So I'll give two examples. One in the past and, you know, a number of years ago when my son was about 10 or 11. Another one just the other day. So, you know, I live in a house and we got a yard. And we got grass to cut twice, you know, uh, twice a month on the weekends. And my son was 10 or 11 and he's out there with me. Like, you, you were going to cut this grass. And, you know... At the time, he wasn't the strongest kid, <laughs> you know, um, and pushing the lawnmower was hard. Starting the lawnmower was hard. Holding the handle was hard. And, you know, we'd practice and go through it. But there were times where I just kind of left him, right? Not left him physically, but just like let him do it. And, you know, he would cry and moan and say, that, Dad, the, the grass is getting in my eyes and you know, all these other types of things. Now you can hear the rain. See, kids are standing outside in the rain. I don't know if you can hear the rain, you know, on, on, the, on this recording. And and I would just, I would leave him be. And he would just sit there and sometimes he would cry. You know, other times he would just push the lawnmower over. You know, other times, like when it got really bad, I would step back in and start the lawnmower for him and, and do this. And he, he wouldn't like me because of it. And I was purposely doing it because I wanted to see him persevere. I wanted to give him a chance to practice because I don't know if he had enough times to practice perseverance and resilience. 
you know, stick to it in this. And just to grit it out because sometimes you just you just aren't gonna like shit. You're not gonna like the task that you're given, but that doesn't mean that you can just fold up and not do it. You gotta navigate all those feelings. And so that was one way that I felt that I could train him. The second one happened the other day, a couple weeks back. My daughter, she's seven, she's in gymnastics. And, you know, I pick her up from school and we bring her clothes. Again, pick her up from school and we drive her to gymnastics. It's just different. You know, it's tumbling, she's learning, it's it's sports. It's, it's really good for her because, you know, right now there's, there's not a lot of activity in schools because of COVID and PE and, you know, all these other types of things. And so just, but also getting more fitness in is important. So we normally bring her clothes and the one time, you know, I, I had her clothes in the front seat. I had a snack for her and everything. Okay, snack too. I ain't never have a snack before after school sport. I just, you know, it, I really appreciate. It. There's, if you notice it on this podcast, there's this this flip flop back and forth of like, I love giving it, and then I also realize like, I didn't have these things either, you know. And I don't want to. I think the thing is, I don't want to cheat my children. But that's the flip-flop because I do want to give them everything, you know, as best as I can. So anyway, back to the story. So her clothes are sitting in the front seat. She can't see it. And we're, where I pick her up, we're going straight to gymnastics from school. And she was like, Daddy, I got to go home. We don't have our clothes. And I said, we don't, we don't, we don't have time to go home. We're just going to go to gymnastics. But I don't have my clothes right? She's seven. I get it. You know what? Judge me. You know, it's okay. I'm, I'm learning in, the, in this game. That's why I'm recording this podcast, to, this episode to like share with you like what's happening with me. And so she starts to cry and I said, and, and like almost flip out. I have a, I, you know, she starts to have a tantrum in the back. She's like, I can't go. I can't go. And I'm like, she's crying and, you know, breathing hard. And I'm like, you know, if you can take a deep breath, it's okay. Um, and, and we go through this situation. And I'll say it now, it's not my proudest moment, but it, it was this, like she, she, and I was trying to talk her down off the ledge and say, well, hey, but gymnastics, like gymnastics, yes, there is a uniform, but if you forgot it, are you still willing enough to go to gymnastics to participate? Again, that idea of I'm going to show up. Like in my mind, I'm like, you show up, right? No matter what, you don't skip out. You forget your uniform. You take the punishment. You take whatever consequences come from that. If you got to stand on the sideline, whatever, like that's that's what a condition. That's the training that I had. No matter what, you still you still get to your responsibility because you do enjoy it. You want to be there. You show that it was important enough for you to be there, even if you didn't weren't prepared. Now you'll take your consequences from that. And so I, that's what I was sharing with my daughter, and and it was this. You know, well, in the moment, I was like, I don't have the clothes. We're still going. And she was like, turn around, turn the car around. We're going home. And I'm like, no, we're going to practice. You can still do gymnastics in your clothes, right? We'll, we'll figure out something. You know, you have clothes where you can still do it. She, you know, flipping out. I pull over to the side. We pause for a moment. She takes a breath. She's still crying. She's moaning. All these other types of things, right? And still, she's, you know... And I and I and we get to the gymnastics place and she's 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 you know just holding it in. She's still feeling sad and upset. And I said, Your clothes are right here in the front seat. 
And she was like, why did you trick me like that, daddy? And I said, because I wanted to see if you were still committed enough to go to, to go to gymnastics. And we talked through this idea of why do we go to gymnastics? What are we gaining from this? What's the goal from this? Is the goal to look good or is the goal to, 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 to participate and to learn the skills and to, to be fully involved and invested? So we talked about this, but again, it was this, a, a manufactured situation of stress. And so on that call with that brother, I was, I, you know, I, I say that like I, I do that from time to time. I, I know that this, whatever, I'm, I know, but it's my desire to, I do it out of love, out of also wanting to prepare her and him for life. Because if we always say, oh, I forgot my homer. Okay. I'll come and I'll, and I'll drop it off for you, you know, or I forgot my uniform. Oh, okay. Don't worry. You don't have to go today. Right. Or, you know, I don't like what I'm wearing. You know what I mean? <sighs> like, I don't that that is to me, it's not preparing my daughter, my children for life. That is tough. That is challenging. That comes with curveballs. That's stressful. And helping them not, like, I, 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 you know, it's this idea of, like, I, I don't want them to get so comfortable that they don't know how to navigate stress and uncertainty. They don't have that stick to And so it's just, like, I, I feel like I don't, it's this idea of like, I want them to know that they are taken care of, that they have these comforts. But I also want them to know like, this stuff didn't just come because I just handed it to you. It's it's work ethic. It's all these things. And I can't even name the words, but it's like, I don't, I don't want you to think money grows on trees, right? Food just appears out of nowhere, right? You just get... The clothes, the shoes, the, the 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 toys, you just get what you want in that moment. Even though my wife and I and the village have worked hard to provide them with that, it's still this idea of like you get like it's this learning piece. And that's where as a father, like I'm I'm you know, I'm torn at times. You know, and because I want to give them everything in their heart's desire, but then I also don't. That's a lie. I don't want to give them everything to heart. Like I want them to work for stuff. I want them to, 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 to go without in certain areas. But I also still want them to know that I love them. And I'll fight for them. And I'll protect them. And. Yeah. So I guess it's just. It's really just a, a balance. And this idea of parenting. It's like we you know. We don't always get it right. We're just making this shit up. I'm doing the best that I can. My wife is doing, we're doing the best that we can. Trying to figure out because we don't know what life is going to bring them. But, you know, when they, when they, when they step out this house and they interact, like I got to make sure that I know they can handle some stuff, that they can handle unfairness, that they can handle stress, they can handle uncertainty. And, 
I don't know they can handle it unless I see it. I want to see them have practice through it, talk them through it, all these other types of things. Now, I know I can't prepare them for everything. I can't. But there's they, but I can prepare them for some things, right? I can prepare them to have this, this, this level of, you know, some people say gumption. This, and the only two words that come to mind is perseverance and resilience. Like, you got to learn that. And can you learn perseverance and resilience when you're comfortable, when you get everything? I think that's the real question that, that I'm, I'm battling with. Like, can you really do that when you're, not, when you're really comfortable? When everything's kind of put at your feet, brought to you. Oh, you're hot? Well, let me turn on the AC. Oh, you don't want to eat that? Well, then eat something else. Here's the, what else can I make you? Oh, you don't like those shoes? Okay, let me go buy you another one. Oh, you want the... So it's just, it's challenging. Um, and and that's, that's what's inside of me. And I think the, the key is I'm trying to stay in this space of compassion, not to move towards these, learn to parenting through anger, through frustration, but staying, you know, like staying balanced of like, is this a, a life lesson? You know, I remember even at a time when I was, you know, spanking my daughter and was like, I was doing it in an angry way, not a corrective way. People argue back and forth whether spanking is okay. We did it in our household. And just not wanting to, I think for me, it's not having wanting this reaction out of anger. But to correct behavior. And also imploring other ways. We don't just spank. We do other things as well. You know, earning privileges. You know, all the other type of stuff that we have. So anyway, that's, I mean, that's it, you know, just being a dad. And now all, all that has come up on just a rainy day. Um, I'm pulling back up to my house, getting ready to start work and, you know, driving past a lot of kids who don't want to be out in the rain. Don't nobody, don't nobody want to be out in the rain. But there's something learned to be, to being out in the rain. And if you're not out in the rain, how do you learn? How do you how do you learn those things that to be learned when you're supposed to be out in the rain? Anyway, that's another episode of Ideally Speaks. I'm Ideally Harrison. Until next time, peace.